Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of Storytime for Weirdos. This episode continues the action from Escape from Fort Torin and Recovery of the Brass Taurus from last season, airing in May and October, respectively. You need to go faster, said my passenger, with an urgency close to panic. I've been running most of the night, I replied warily. The howl from behind me was closer than ever and spurred me to run for a short while. The terrain was mostly downhill, which made me run faster, but also made me feel like I was going to fall. I rounded a bed in the road and stopped briefly. The coastal vista was like nothing I'd seen before. The water of the ocean shimmered in the sun, and the free city of Varina Nun was a jumble of gray buildings set amidst more green than I'd thought possible. Don't stop, cried my passenger. It's right behind you. I continued at a jog. She had said there was an inn not far ahead where I would be safe. The road wound through a series of stone columns. They seemed at first to be man-made, but were all different sizes and weathered smooth. I jogged around the curves of the road and heard the snarl behind me. I looked back and got my first glimpse of the four-legged slathering monster my passenger called a Lycos. It had found my scent the night before and pursued me for miles to the highlands. It was only a dozen yards behind me now and gaining fast. I sprinted along the road as it crashed through the scrub. I rounded a column and it sprung out from the underbush at the side of the road ahead of me. It turned and growled and leapt at me, desperately. I shifted to the top of a column. Nearly faint with exhaustion, I peered down from the column as the Lyco sniffed and paced around, hunting me. What now? asked my passenger. I shrugged, careful not to respond out loud mindful of the predator below. My passenger had been a valuable companion, teacher, and guide since I had escaped Fort Torin, but she could also be pushy and judgmental. Carefully, I thought, I need to rest, and then I can try shifting to another column. This seemed to satisfy her. I took a drink from my water skin and lay back. The column was just thick enough for me to lay down with my legs hanging over one side. Darkness fell. I curled into fetal position and dozed off. The cold woke me as the sky began to lighten. I was sore and hungry. The sleep had not been restful. I looked down. It was too dark to know if the Lycos was there. The Lycos can see in the dark and rarely gives up on prey once they have the scent, said my passenger. How do you know these things? I thought back at her. I once read the memories of a Mount Bada hunter she replied. Well, she didn't like to talk about her time as a mind walker in the satrap's capital, I noticed that much of what she knows seems to come from reading the minds of others. As the sky got lighter, I could make out a lump amongst the rocks and brush that fell and rose slightly. As I watched, the Lycos lift its head and sniffed. It turned away from me and stood. It had caught the scent of something new. I followed its gaze and saw a lone figure riding a horse round the bend at the top of the hill. The rider, a man, paused briefly to take in the view as I had done the day before. I scrambled to my feet and surveyed the scene. 
The Lycos would surely ambush this traveler. There were a few pebbles on the top of the column where I was perched. I picked up a handful and called out. Traveler, I yelled. A Lycos is ahead. The Lycos <sighs> snarled and jerked its head around at the sound of my voice. What are you doing? My passenger demanded. It's going to ambush that man, I replied, not bothering to think the word silently. I threw one of the pebbles at the creature, which appeared to be torn between its pursuit of me and the new prey it had sensed. The pebble bounced off its back, and it turned to focus on the source of the projectile. Yoo-hoo! I yelled, waving at the Lycos as it looked around furiously. It bounded to the base of the column I was hiding on. With a snarl, it leapt a startling distance and dug its claws into the stone in the column. It was nearly three-quarters of the way up. I gasped at this new development. It's going to eat you, my passenger wailed. An arrow thumped into the back of the beast, and it let out a cry. It dropped to the ground and turned to this new threat. A man stood on the road with another arrow already knocked. The Lycos jumped at him. A shiver went through me as the man disappeared. The beast crashed into the ground where he had been standing. It recovered quickly, whipping around with a roar. An arrow skewered its head through its right eye, gave a piteous yelp, and fell to the ground dead. A moment passed before the man emerged from the brush and turned to face me. Thank you for the warning, he said, sauntering towards my column. Thank you for dispatching the beast, I replied. A horse cantered up the road from behind him and stood at his side. If I may ask, he said, gazing up at me, how did you get up there? Oh, I replied, suddenly embarrassed. I, uh, I'm like you. At that, I concentrated briefly and shifted to the road. What are you doing, my passenger hissed. Keep that a secret. I ignored her. Ah, he said. I would come to learn that this was the most surprise he ever showed. I'm Miguel Contreras, he said, extending his hand to me. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Storytime for Weirdos, a bi-weekly podcast with new episodes posted on the first and third Saturday of every month. 